Hey friends, and welcome to Bold Mercies with Heather Johnson. I am so glad that you have decided to join us, to come and listen to some faith-building stories, to have our hearts stirred, stirred about God's awesome mercies that He shows us, and how we can live out those mercies and boldness in our journeys, which can sometimes be really exciting ways, and sometimes our journeys can be terrifying and can be dark and can be stormy and can be scary. But indeed, God's bold mercies in our lives help us live out our stories with boldness. So this episode today will not be an interview like it will be in the future, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about me, Heather Johnson, and a little bit about why I have started this podcast called Bold Mercies. So my name is Heather, and I um, grew up the second oldest in a family of five children. My father was a pastor. We are on the East Coast, and I loved being a pastor's kid, and this is why I loved it. I loved it because my mom and dad, who they were in front of the church, was exactly who they were at home. There was uh, no hypocrisy. There was just this beautiful grace-filled yet imperfect love of our church body and love of our family. And that placed in my heart the roots that were needed in order for me to flourish and blossom in my faith. And I'm so thankful for my upbringing. So I went to college, graduated, and towards the end of my uh, college years, towards I think it was my junior year, Um, A friend of mine, she called me up and she said, you know, there's this great guy at the Air Force Academy and I'd really, I really think he might be good for you. Can I give him your address? So it's going to age me a little bit. Um, This was really before, this was not before email, but it was before everybody had email, quick access to email. So this was when we had the computer labs where you had to go in and like wait for the to connect you to the uh, email and to the computer. So um, she, I said, sure. And uh, we started writing letters. And we wrote letters for about six months. I was currently studying in London at the time, and he was in Colorado at the Air Force Academy. And we wrote letters for about six months, snail mail, back and forth. Yes, we have saved all these letters. And... Um, we really enjoyed getting to know each other, but we never talked on the phone. During this time, we just wrote letters to one another. So he invited me to come out to meet him in Colorado, stay with our friends that introduced us. And I told him, no, I was going to go on a backpacking trip across Europe with my friends while I was still um, living living in Europe. And he was like, oh, I guess she's not interested in me. But he was courageous and he gave it a second try. He invited me out one more time. Of course, I was eager to meet him. So I said, yes, yes, yes. So I flew out there and we met. Never having, well, I think we talked on the phone just a couple times, but not very much. And we had never seen each other face to face before. So we just had a lovely weekend and the rest is history. We got married about a year and a half, two years later. And I have now been in the Air Force as a military spouse for 19 years. We have 
uh, moved 10 times into nine different locations. So our life is full of adventure. It's full of uh, packing up, unpacking, putting down roots, pulling up roots, getting kids in and out of new schools and new soccer teams and new ballet. And for me, finding new babysitters when my kids were young at every location, someone to cut my hair at every location, new dentists. So this has been a real transient adventure for us. And uh, so far, we have absolutely loved it. We have lived coast to coast. We have lived east coast, west coast. We've lived in the plains of Kansas, and we've lived in the Middle East twice. Currently, we live in Doha, Qatar. I am mama to six beautiful babies who are no longer babies, growing, growing, growing up. Two were born in America, one was born in Jordan, and three were born in Ethiopia. And this family is everything to me. Not only are, do they mean so much to me and to my heart, but they also take up a ton of my time, right? So the laundry and the cooking and running errands and being their taxi drivers after school and the weight that we carry as moms about the worries and the concerns that we have for them and the prayers and the hopes and the dreams that we have for them. So that's really what occupies most of my time in life. But my passion, really the coffee in my cup, is teaching God's word to other women. So I have done this through the years and am doing it in a local church setting here in Doha. And this uh, preparation and the study that is needed to teach God's word and teach it well and to make much of our Father in heaven is the coffee in my cup. I absolutely love it because God whispers to my heart amazing um, revelations and he gives me treasures. It's like digging for a treasure and he opens up these treasure boxes to me and then I get to share what he has shown me um, through his word and by his Holy Spirit. So this is what I absolutely love. It's the joy of my life and it is the calling of my heart right here and right now. So I think a really a question that you might be asking when you first heard about this podcast from a friend or when you heard I was doing this podcast is why another Christian podcast for women? Isn't this space full? Don't we have enough Christian podcasts for women? And yes, I need you to know that I asked myself this very same question when the idea started stirring in my soul. And I want you to know that, yes, this space is full. I absolutely love podcasts. I listen to them when I run and I listen to them when I um, just go out to walk our dog or when I'm driving errands in the car. Um, I have to tell you, my kids don't like them, so they find them rather boring. So I tend not to listen to them when they are in the car with me. But if I have a moment alone, I'm most certainly listening to podcasts. So yes, this is a very full space. But as I began to listen to some of my favorite Christian podcasts for women, I realized that most of the podcast interviews are authors and speakers. They have served me and ministered to me and taught me so much. And I am super, super thankful for these podcasts. But once in a while, I have found in talking to other women and and listening to my own heart that sometimes these podcasts can be a little bit discouraging listening to these interviews because you feel like they are doing something really worthwhile in the kingdom. 
While we spending 90% of our time doing laundry, cooking, running errands, being a taxi driver, um, having people over for dinner, things like that, you feel like that's not real worthwhile maybe in the kingdom compared to what they're doing for the kingdom. And that is really just a lie straight out of hell. And so I wanted to face that lie. And I wanted to say, no, there are actually amazing, powerful women who are doing amazing, powerful things in their journeys and through their journeys. And they'll never write a book about it. They'll never speak on a stage about it. Their story will absolutely never be known, but they are faith-filled women who are living out bold mercies in their life. So my podcast and my hope is to highlight these kind of women. These women are living extraordinary lives in the ordinary and in the mundane. And I actually originally wanted to call my podcast Extraordinarily Ordinary, but... As you can guess, that was already taken. So I did a bit more digging into what this podcast will be about. And this is what I came up with. Let me rewind a bit and tell you that over the past summer, my kids and I went back to the U.S. for three months. And I had the privilege of spending large portions of every day, sometimes entire days and entire weeks, with Christian women who encouraged my faith and helped me process a really difficult chapter of my journey. All of these women, well, I should say actually most of these women, had also had a really challenging year. So we kind of showed up together having walked through very difficult journeys and difficult stories. And yet what I realized is spending time with them is despite the challenges, these ma- some of them were just massive storms and other of them just were more like bumps in the road. But despite all of these challenges, these were women who were living out their own difficult journeys with honesty and with boldness and with love and with grace. And like iron sharpens iron, I was challenged by them. I was challenged to live more boldly in light of God's great mercies. Let me tell you one story that as I um, was having, at times, I had been through probably one of the hardest years of my life. And I was came into the summer pretty discouraged and frustrated by some things that are in, happening in our lives. And I'm not going to get into details, but they, I had a child who had a really horrible night. And I was so blessed because women showed up for me. They showed up to encourage me. They showed up to help me. And to have to see someone that just loves you and knows that knows your story and sees them and you see them walking towards you builds our faith. It helps us live our stories better. And so I hope that this is what this community will be. I hope that you all absolutely have a physical community that looks like this. We all need that physical community more than we need a internet community. But these stories, I pray, would be build a community of women who say, I am going to live extraordinary lives in the middle of my what seems a very mundane and ordinary life. I'm going to live out God's 
boldness in the middle of a difficult journey, of a stormy journey. I am going to lean, really lean into God's lavish mercies so that I can live boldly through the stormy seas. Over the summer, um, while I was spending time with these women, I also read several biographies of women who lived with courage and boldness in the midst of great personal suffering and pain. I really could not read these books fast enough as the lives of these saints just jumped off the pages and into my heart and into my soul. And they were pivotal for for me, for my formation, for my development, and for my summer to read these stories. Now, these are women that you have probably, I'm like 99% sure that you've probably never heard of most of these women. But through the recommendation of a friend, I was able to read these stories and be changed by them. Let me tell you the story of one of the books that I read. I hope that you'll run and grab this book because it is phenomenal. I ordered it from 10 of these, a bookseller um, who I get a lot of recommendations from. And the book is called Evidence Not Seen. And it's by a lady named Darlene Dibler Rose. And this is a woman who went to New Guinea before World War II. And this is a story about her miraculous faith as she was taken captive by the Japanese and put into a Japanese prison camp for four years. And yet she stayed strong in her faith. She lived out bold mercies in the middle of this prison camp. So during a period of those four years, she was taken to the worst interrogation area that she had ever heard of and held in a cell there for six months, interrogated, tortured, beaten, isolated, sick. Um, It was horrific. And she came eventually, the Lord graced her, and she lived through it. And she came out of that and went back into her prison camp. And let me go ahead and read what she wrote here. She says, By the afternoon of the sixth day after my return, and that would be her return from the prison, uh, from I'm sorry, from the interrogation cell, I walked out onto a grassy plot in front of our dining shed. Lord, I have sought you for deliverance from the terrible fear. I need sleep, but I'm afraid to go to sleep. I have no more strength left. In despair, I threw out my hands crying, Lord, I'm gone, I'm gone. In that instant, I felt arms go underneath me, and I found I was singing the third verse of a song by Dr. A.B. Simpson. Underneath us, oh, how easy, we have not to mount on high, but to sink into his fullness and in trustful weakness lie. And we find our humbling failures save us from the strength that harms. We may fail, but underneath us are the everlasting arms. And this story here really is the epitomizes what bold mercies is going to be all about. 
What I clearly realized is that this podcast must champion God's bold mercy smack dab in the middle of our sometimes extremely difficult journeys. I know that I have been on a difficult journey this past year and a half, and I know that many of you have been on a difficult journey this past year maybe two years, maybe five years, I can just scroll through my Instagram feed and I can see the pain that many of you are courageously living through. I also know that none of you would say that you are living courageously because you are a particularly courageous person. I don't think any of you would have said, I'm so courageous, I'm going to, you know, I hope something really hard comes along in my life so that I can show my courage. I believe that most of you would say that you are living boldly because you have known bold mercies in your life. That is exactly what this scripture, this book that I just quoted from, this is exactly what she says. She said to the Lord, I have no more strength left. I'm done. I'm done. Yet God was so bold in his mercies to her. He felt her arms go underneath her and she found that this words of this poem that I read came to her mind. You know what Jesus he just keeps showing up doesn't he? He just keeps showing up and he shows off his lavish and rich mercies in our lives. And that is what I want to highlight on this podcast. I want to champion God's bold mercy smack dab in the middle of our difficult, most difficult journeys. So this podcast is going to be named Bold Mercies, stories of bold living in the light of God's rich mercies. I am so glad that you will be joining us for this journey I'm so glad that you are here, that your faith may be strengthened, that you might hear these stories so that you can live out your story with more boldness, so that you can be encouraged, so that like iron sharpens iron, that you would say, there are sisters around me who are living through stormy, difficult journeys, but we will give God the glory because his bold mercies will be found and then middle of our most difficult journeys. I am so glad that you are here. We'll end each podcast with this question. And what the question is, what makes you happy? Or what makes me happy? And I'm going to answer that since we are here um, and going to be ending that on each podcast. So I have to tell you that right now, what makes me so happy is I have already recorded my first podcast episodes, and that has made me ridiculously happy. It has been so much fun connecting with women over the internet because I am here in Doha, and most of the people, well, the people so far that I've spoken to are based in America, and I have had the most fun with them. We have laughed, and we have um, been you know, really faced some hard things, looked at some hard things together, but it has just been such a joy to record them. And I cannot wait to share them with you. I pray that these, uh, these episodes that we hear in the next coming weeks, that they would make you happy and that you would keep returning because they would be like fresh spring of water in a sometimes dry desert. Thank you for joining us on Bold Mercies. This is Heather Johnson.